0: The Cannabis Heals Me podcast, episode 47.
1: You're listening to the Cannabis Heals Me podcast, where we explore the real stories of real people who have discovered the profound healing properties of the cannabis plant in their own lives. Find more at CannabisHealsMe.com.
0: Happy Monday, everyone, and welcome back to the Cannabis Heals Me podcast. This is your host, Rachel Kennerling, and we're coming at you once again from the Storybook Inn Studios. Glad you guys have decided to join us here on this Monday. We're always appreciative of our faithful listeners that come back time and time again. If you're a new listener, we're very glad that you're here. We hope that you'll go back and listen to some of the episodes that you haven't heard. And what we've asked our regular listeners to do for the past couple of months is to share the podcast with three people every week. Just pick an episode that really speaks to you and maybe share it with a person who is on the fence about cannabis prohibition or they don't think cannabis should be illegal but they don't know how to really defend that position so one of the great ways to do that to change people's hearts and mind about a subject is through the power of storytelling And that's why we started our podcast, because we wanted to tell the stories of real people whose lives had been transformed by this plant, this plant cannabis, that the government has been telling us for 80 years is going to kill us or make us crazy. So we would love for you to tell three people about the Cannabis Heals Me podcast I also wanted to update you on our event that's coming up on Friday, July 26th with Amanda Hughes-Munson, who was a former guest of the podcast. She used cannabis to reverse her Hashimoto's disease, and then she went on to become a cannabis educator. So she's going to come to Lufkin, Texas on Friday, July 26th and talk to us about cannabis. The name of her talk is Cannabis Conversations. She's going to talk to us about cannabinoids, the endocannabinoid system, terpenes national and state laws related to cannabis. So it's going to be a great evening of learning more about this plant. So I hope you guys will join us. If you're within an hour or so of Lufkin, I'd love to have you drive up and join us. The address where the event is going to be held is 2801 Valley Avenue, Lufkin, Texas, 75904. We're going to meet from 6 o'clock to about 830 we're going to have a Q&A afterwards so we may go a little bit over 8.30. It's a come and go event. If you want to pack a dinner and bring it with you and eat, that's perfectly fine. We just want you to come and learn more about this plant and invite one or two people to come with you. Maybe invite somebody who believes that cannabis should still be illegal. Let them come and hear Amanda's story. Let them learn about this plant other than what they've just been propagandized by the American government for the last 80 years. So we'd love to have you join for Cannabis Conversations on Friday, July 26th. Our guest today is Merrick. He is a fellow Libertarian, and he is one of the hosts of the podcast, The Liberty Forge. And he actually heard about the Cannabis Heals Me podcast on the Tom Woods Show. So he is a fellow Tom Woods Show listener. I was very pleased to have him reach out to me and tell me that he wanted to share his story with our listeners. He suffered from a traumatic brain injury several years ago. So he's going to come on and talk about that and then talk about how cannabis just revolutionized his life. And, you know, we might dive off into a couple Libertarian topics, but we'll try not to go down those rabbit holes too deeply today. Merrick, thanks for coming on the podcast. I had received an email from you. Tom Woods talked about my show. It's one of his bonuses that you get if you use his Bluehost link. And he had mentioned my show and you sent me an email and said, hey, you know, I'd really love to come on your show and talk about my traumatic brain injury and how cannabis has helped me. So I was very excited to hear from, one, a fellow Tom Woods listener, and then, two, somebody that said, hey, I want to talk about my condition, especially a man, because a lot of guys don't like to talk about I, I don't know if it's just because they don't like to talk, or if they just don't like to talk about a, a, a medical condition for fear of being perceived as weak, or I don't know what. So, was very glad to hear from you.
1: Well, I'm I'm very glad that uh, we got together and that <clears throat> we're having the opportunity to to have the the discussion. And yes, I think it's a little bit of both. Men typically, yes, are a little reticent sometimes to and I apologize, let me apologize to your audience in advance because I do still stutter a little bit because my brain gets spooled and it takes me a minute. So sorry. Um, no problem. but we have something called ego and pride
0: mm-hmm. and <laughs> we
1: don't like to admit, you know, my, my running joke is, uh, you know, you get hurt and you stand up and you're like, ah, that's not a weight bearing bone. Let's just keep going. Um, <clears throat> well, and probably not the smartest thing to do. Uh, but yes, I, I did hear about you on the Tom Wood show. I'm a, I have been a big fan. I've listened to every show that he's ever done. I love him and Bob Murphy and, uh, I'm, you know, a fellow traveler with them. And yes, the reason I reached out to you is because cannabis has, has had a very, very distinct impact on my life. And the way I described it recently to a friend of mine is it saved my life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, uh, just a little backstory. I've had a lot of injuries over my lifetime. I'm a rough and tumble guy. I'm just a stupid redneck, you know, uh, going a hundred miles an hour guy. So I'm always busted up and beaten. And I, I couldn't tell you how many bones I've broken.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> I've, I've I've broken my back on two different occasions. Oh Wow uh, yeah yeah um, I have a degenerative uh, disc disease that gives me uh, arthritis uh, I have sciatica I have gout I have you know if, if you can imagine I broken my my rib twice in the last six months just doing training in jiu-jitsu but the biggest one was the the TBI that I got a couple of years ago and that one, I've been hit in the head many times uh, in boxing and martial arts training and mm-hmm. just stupid accidents and everything. This one literally put me away. And it was about five months in of, and here's the thing, uh, to, let me preface the preface with a preface. Uh, I, I think and talk for a living. And you know, I, I'm doing the podcasts and I'm I'm on the radio and I'm doing all these things and, and I, I think on my feet and that's what I do. And all of a sudden I, I had lost all of my big, beautiful polysyllabic words. Oh, wow. And I had lost all of my memory. So all of my history stuff that I've spent a lifetime working on was gone. Oh, wow. And even just basic communication with my family was becoming so frustrating to me because I couldn't think of the, uh, what do you call those words? Okay, that's a joke, but I mean, it literally yeah. it would be it would be that severe mm. that I couldn't think of the word, word. And after about five months, I was at a point that I was considering just checking out permanently oh, because wow. I, well, I had lost everything that made my life valuable. Mm-hmm and i was just kind of a parasitic you know oxygen breather walking through the world and i couldn't work my wife was going this is emasculating my my wife we have a we have a condo cleaning business uh we have several but that's one of our main businesses my wife was going off and slogging away all day for eight to ten hours a day cleaning toilets and sinks while i was at home me, the the man of the household, and I'm I'm not a misogynist, but you can uh, hopefully uh, your your listeners can understand how this this is emasculating that I'm at home sitting on a couch while my wife is out there earning money. Yeah, and it 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 just it was ruining me. And one day, I got on social media and I, I just finally lamented you know my problems and let it go and one of my friends said well how come you're not using you know cannabis and uh, either THC or CBD well okay so throughout all of my previous injuries and I also have a a long history of uh, clinical depression
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and so starting when I was about 15, they put me on some opiates, and I don't mean little ones, I mean like clonopin and Effexor and Mm -hmm. some of the really bad stuff, and I had had horrible side effects, and they made me feel terrible, Um, and it actually made my depression worse. It didn't really do much for my pain, Uh, and then as I kept getting injured over and over again, um I, I just thought that there was no solution for me and so what i ended up doing was for almost 20 years I as I, w- I was eating nsaids like candy you know ibuprofens motrons acetaminophens, aspirins all of that which was killing me It's hurt my liver it's hurt my kidneys and i did have a history with cannabis when i was young but that was strictly recreational and i would get stoned and it just made me lethargic and useless, and it, it wasn't a it wasn't a good experience for me. So I just gave it up for many years. And when my friend brought up the idea of CBD, I was open to anything at this point because I was in I was in the throes of desperation. Yeah. And she said, "Let me let me send some to you," and she did. So I started taking the CBD, and I started taking. THC, uh, in the, in the smokable form.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I didn't know what the balance should be or anything like that. I'm out here in the weeds. I have no idea. And, but well, and it's
0: not like that stuff is lab tested.
1: <laughs> well, it's not. And you don't, yeah, exactly. And I could tell that it was working,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: within a week of starting with the the, this is a word I can't say. The Cannabid-
0: cannabidiol.
1: Yeah. <sighs> I still struggle. Um, <laughs> I well, was, that's
0: a mouthful for someone who hasn't had a traumatic right. brain
1: injury. <laughs> right. But I was like, whoa, I'm back. I, you know, I have my memory back. I have my words back. Well, most of them. Wow. Uh, I, I just had a little stutter and a little bit of memory loss, but I felt like I was back you know, and I could think, and I could talk, and I could do things, and I, I, it just energized me, and over the last two years, I have figured out what the regimen is when I find myself struggling that I'll take X amount of pure isolate CBD, which, by the way, guys, is non-intoxicating and doesn't contain uh, the tetrahydrocannabinol and it doesn't get you high it doesn't do any okay uh but I could take that for inflammation pain swelling anxiety sleep deprivation, any number of those things and and it's not a, a psychosomatic effect it's not a it, it, it just isn't because i can, I know the difference between a placebo effect and a real effect. Mm-hmm. I was looking for it and Um, I noticed an immediate improvement, and then as I started doing research into it, I learned that the CBD needs some level of THC to maximize its effect, and so I went back into that. I hadn't hadn't smoked cannabis in years, and so I started smoking it, and then eventually, and, and I'm a what, what do they call them? A one hit and quit kind of uh-huh. person. Uh, I'm not a I sit here and get high all day because I need to function. My, my phone can ring 24 hours a day with a client. I need to be at a hundred percent function all the time. And I'm not even at hundred percent when I'm at hundred percent. So, um, I was going really light and I realized that it didn't take much, uh, about 50 milligrams of CBD oil, pure isolate, Mm-hmm. And then, as needed, when I felt something coming on, whether it was the anxiety or depression, which i've as I've mentioned <clears throat> or whether it was just some really uh pain, some high level pain from injuries that just lightly combining the two made all the difference in the world. I have not taken an ibuprofen or an aspirin in in I think two years, wow. Yeah, since
0: you kind of started this regimen of uh, CBD and THC, exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Correct. Wow. Yeah. And now,
0: what? If ahead. you don't mind me asking, and I'm sorry to interrupt, no. but what what caused your traumatic brain injury?
1: Oh, I fell off a stool. Um, oh. Yeah, I, I wake up really early in the morning and drink coffee and read news. I've I've done the same thing for many years, and I was wearing a pair of shoes that we call Crocs. Yeah, don't do that
0: Good old Crocs.
1: Yeah. Well, when I got <laughs> up off that stool, that old Croc strap was hung up in that uh, bar stool that I was sitting on out in my oh. workshop and i started going backwards. And by the time I figured out what was happening, I cracked my head open on the concrete. Ouch. And yeah, anyone who's listened to me before has heard this story, but I literally had to crawl from that building into the house all the way to the bedroom. And just whack my wife on the bed, just whacking her like, "Hey, oh my gosh, get me to the hospital!" I and oh I was goodness. out, and everything. My vision is still wrong. Uh, I still have auditory exclusion, uh, so there's there's still problems associated with that. But essentially, it ended up being encephalitis due to lesions tearing from a concussion. Uh, which is, okay, that's weird because I've had concussions before, but I guess as you get older, you, you don't respond to them as well as you used to when you're younger. Yeah. And, uh, and nothing was working. I, I went to the ER, I sit there for eight hours. They gave me Motrin
0: mm.
1: or no, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, they gave me acetaminophen and I'm like, I can't take this. I literally, my body has a negative reaction to it and they're like, well, sorry. And that was it and I'm like, wow. Okay. So just a freak accident and that's the that's the end of it, you know? That's all you get.
0: So how long was did you kind of deal with this not being able to really speak and and work? How long did you deal with that before the cannabis issue came up?
1: It was it was 5 months. Yeah. And
0: Probably an excruciating five months for you and your family.
1: It was excruciating is putting it lightly, I think. Um, It was very stressful. My wife was very patient with me. She's a wonderful person. But after that long, even she was wondering, when do I get him back? And how I was literally on, I'm sitting at home anyway, I'm online looking at, resources and doing research. I mean, I'm a, I mean, I am literally a a kind of a scientist by trade, I guess. So uh, I'm, I'm trying to do my due diligence and go through things and look at the chemistry of what these different things are. And it, it literally just took a friend of mine to say, I'm sending you this and you should try it. And I, as I did the research on it, I realized you can't overdose on it. Your body is going to uptake as much of that as it needs and the rest of it, you, you will pass through. And so I said, all right, well, fine. Well, let's try that. And buddy, that was the end of the road. I was like, Oh my God. So after about a month of that, uh, my mother came and visited me and she has degenerative arthritis and can only see out of one eye and oh wow oh yeah she she's got a ton of problems so I'm like here try this this and I'm proselytizing the whole time so she tried it she's like wow this is amazing just straight CBD no no THC at all because uh, she she doesn't like the feeling of any any THC and so now we're to the point that my 72-year-old mother is taking CBD regularly. Um, her 17-year-old Shih Tzu, who has seizures, is taking CBD because it's the only thing that has worked thus far. Uh, all the expensive uh, doggy pharma, you know, drugs. I don't know if is, – is doggy big pharma a thing? Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, because there's no insurance or government yeah, to pay for it.
1: Exactly. But – so the doggy's taking it, my wife takes it, and my son takes it when he's having a a, a problem, when he gets a boo-boo, or, you know, a, a, an injury, because he's reckless like I am.
0: Yeah, wonder where he got that.
1: I wonder. <laughs> and, you know, he's, he, well, he's also autistic, uh, which runs in the family. I am as well. And it really helps to get him back in the game. So my whole family, my wife, my kid, my mom, my mom's dog... When my dog, he's passed since, but when he was old, I was giving it to him, too, and it helped him because he was epileptic. Yeah. And so I'm actually at the point now, and and I'll say this, and people tell me I shouldn't, but I have friends who take CBD that can't get it legally in their state. I buy Mm -hmm. it, and I ship it to them. And am I breaking the law? Yes, I am. And do I say it publicly? Yes, I do. And do I care? No, I don't. Yeah, because if this is what's good for you, this is what you need, and I mean it's the same argument with THC. I mean that, that can, uh, cannabis has been illegal in all, all 50 states for many many years, and it's just now coming around to where it, it it is legal in some states. But you you cross an imaginary line, and now you're you could be a felon just for, just for having your own medicine. I'm like you know what the heck with that. Uh, I'm an anarchist or voluntarist or whatever. I don't care about malum prohibitum laws. I just don't. Mm -hmm. I want people to have the medicine that works for them. And maybe I'm just a proselytizing acolyte of, you know, this particular thing, but this literally saved my life. Sorry to use so many words to explain such a simple message, but gosh, darn it. That's what I do.
0: (laughs) Everybody I've spoken to that has experienced this plant and has had their life completely transformed by it, they're the same way. They want everybody in the world to know what this plant is really about. And when you're fighting the government propaganda of 80 years, then you want to amplify your voice. And I think that's probably why libertarians and voluntarists and anarchists are so outspoken about things, because we're trying to fight, we're trying to combat all this this propaganda that everybody's been fed their whole lives. And it's like you see the light, and you can't be quiet about it anymore. You don't want to hide your light under a bushel.
1: No, you end up saying at some point, you lied to me. You all lied to me if I can take uh, just a minute and and a little bit of uh, a little bit of your show here I
0: I'll give you as many minutes as you want Mary. okay
1: I asked a question yesterday online from my friends because I know that I have friends who uh, are, are CBD and THC users and people who listen to my show and, and understand it and I, I just took a poll and I said I'm doing an interview tomorrow um, on my personal experience with holistic medication, specifically THC, CBD and Kratom which we haven't talked about but and I just said what experience have you had uh, that would you like that you would like for me to pass along as an analogy And a, a very dear friend of mine Derrica who um, is the one who actually turned me on to CBD oil or CBD isolate to begin with uh, I will read this, and sorry for the bump in the mic here, but I have to be able to read. Sure. Uh, she said, I'm a disabled veteran with nerve damage in my back and left leg. My leg has atrophy in places due to this, and I'm prone to muscle spasms that can last weeks.
0: Mm. Wow. They're like
1: extremely painful localized seizures for anyone who may not know. And I, I, I do know for that to be true for her. They had me on all the muscle relaxers as well as uh, galapentin or gabapentin. I'm sorry. I can't see it. Um, when I was getting a spasm, I'd take my pills like a good girl and be worthless for days. No homeschooling got done. No mm-hmm. housework got done. I couldn't even bring myself to shower. I'd only be able to doze in my chair for basic supervision of the kids and rely on the older boys to keep a sharper eye on things. Mm. I finally got fed up and even uh even though my state is almost uh historically prohibition happy I started microdosing with cannabis flower instead. A couple of times a month when I feel a spasm coming on, I use my little one hitter and take a little bit of nature's muscle relaxer. It keeps my spasms from setting in and if I stay on it through the threat of one, I can have a normal life. Lessons get done, dinner gets made, and the chores get done, and I move without fear. Now that, I don't know about you guys, but that's a pretty powerful testimony. And yeah. and this has led through to this enormous thread on social media of people chiming in with their their testimonies, and I understand that yeah we, we all have faults and we're all not perfect to begin with we're all starting you know at eighty percent but as long as we have something that we can use that will keep us as close to our maximum even if it's eighty percent or ninety percent. Um, uh, why is it that we should not be able to do that? One, do, are we harming anyone else? Let's look at the libertarian principles of the non-aggression principle. Are we doing harm? Well, not really. You know, I'm not selling this to kids out of the, on the sidewalk by the school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm. And the other thing is, am I getting stoned out of my gourd and going and driving around to buy pizza because I have the munchies? No, yeah. I'm not at all. Uh, it's it's going to be a very rare occasion that you'll find me intoxicated by cannabis. Uh, if you do, it's probably because it's really late at night and I did it by accident. But that mm-hmm. is so rare that, you know, you can count it on one hand.
0: And you don't even use the THC. It doesn't sound to me, from what you said, that you don't even use the THC all that often.
1: Very rarely. Uh, maybe as as needed, uh, and usually in the evenings. If I've gone out and slogged and I'm hurting, and my back is killing me and everything is just jacked, and I'll take a good dose of CBD and let that sink in for about an hour, and then a little bit of THC, which through the vape pen uh that, that I use is wonderful because you can meter in such small amounts. Right. And it and I'm like, oh, I feel good. I I I did one uh last night, a very small, and I slept like a baby. And I woke up this morning and I my wife and I sit out back and we drink our coffee in the morning uh, on the Lanai. And I told her, I said, I can feel my feet. And you think, wow, that's a stupid thing to do. No, with my sciatica, I walk like Frankenstein because I can't feel my feet. Mm-hmm. There, there's no the nerves don't operate down there. I'll 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 be walking around bleeding because I stepped on something and it poked into my foot and I don't even know it. I said, I can feel my feet. I've got balance. I'm I feel great. And she's like, damn, that's that's awesome. <laughs> and yeah, so I don't know what to tell you, you know, once again, guys, the plural of, of analogy is not data and I am not a hundred percent. Um, but just through just through going through this process has really taught me a lot about how potent these chemicals are. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and my wife and I were talking today and she was like, Oh, you know, what, something about uh, this and that. Oh, that's a drug. I said, everything's a drug. Your coffee's a drug. All you guys who are like, Oh, I don't do drugs. Yeah. As you're sucking down your Starbucks and chewing on your sugar filled donut, you know, and all your, and your, your chain smoking cigarettes and your, I mean, and you're like, I don't do drugs. Nah, you kind of do. Everything's a drug. Everything you put in your body is a chemical compound. Some are beneficial and some are not. And you know, every, everything, every piece of propaganda that has come out against cannabis since Anslinger go, going mm-hmm. forward has mostly been incorrect. Everything they taught me in school and the dare program and the Reagan's yep. and all of that was yep. all, is all a bunch of balderdash. It was all fake. It was all, uh, just fabricated. And it made me angry. And now, yes, I do want to scream from the roof from uh, sorry. I do want to scream from the rooftops about this because it took me from being a freaking vegetable to back to well, at least what you're getting from me right now, which is not perfect, but it's about as good as I can do.
0: <laughs> it's pretty darn good as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and, pretty darn and, good. And
1: my quality of life is amazing. I am happy. I am no longer depressed. And you can ascribe to whatever you want for that, but I would ascribe that getting my quality of life back after being in a position of despair and thinking that I never would have any of this back has actually led to my depression going away because I just got my life back that I thought was gone. I mean, yeah. call that you, you, you know, you get shot in the chest and you're looking at this wound and you're like, oh, I'm dead. I'm dead. This is it. This is it. And then you don't die and you come back.
0: I think losing my mental faculties would probably be one of the worst things that could happen to me in life. So I, I can't imagine as a man who, you know, because my husband was out of, this is a crazy story. When we were first got married, he was out of work. He started a job. He hated it. He quit. They told him at his old job he could come back. He went back to that job, and for like two weeks, they jerked him around. So for two weeks, he didn't work. And he felt like the most worthless piece of garbage there was. And so I get where you're coming from because I dealt with that for two I mean, and he was just, just consumed with guilt. So I, I understand where you're coming from because my husband felt that way for two weeks. I can't imagine having to live with him if he felt like that for five months.
1: yeah. That being emasculated. If you're an alpha, and he probably is, and and that's not okay. Let's not go into that whole toxic masculinity <laughs> crapola. Uh, the, the, being masculine is not toxic. You know, some of us just are alphas. You know, we're hard chargers. I have always. I'm I'm a small uh, in in physical stature. I'm a small guy, but I've always hit life right between the eyes with a two by four. And, you know, especially being a, you know, being a fighter and, and, uh, you know, getting, getting your butt handed to you all the time, you know, and, and I've worked in construction and just being an entrepreneur and you wake up in the morning and you're behind the power curve and you just, you push yourself to the point of, you know, uh, of, of dying at some point point. and being emasculated is a big thing for men we don't want that once again our ego and hubris gets in the way and so yes that was uh that was a seminal moment for me of of introspect and trying to reset my perspective and that's that's what CBD and THC did was it allowed me to bring my brain back enough that I could reset my introspect
0: well, what was your wife's? I'm guessing that you talked to her before you decided to try CBD and THC, or maybe you didn't. No, <laughs> oh, sure I did.
1: Of course, yeah, absolutely.
0: What was her response? Because you know, at the time, CBD was still federally illegal, and mm-hmm. THC obviously was.
1: Uh, she didn't have a problem with it. Uh, well, she was
0: desperate for a change too, right?
1: Well, she's like, yeah. If you think it'll help you, then absolutely do it. Yeah, she was desperate for a change. She's from Malaysia and there, if you get caught with a joint, you'll go to prison for life. I mean, it's just one of those oh, wow. Muslim country, w- weird rule type things. And I used to live there and okay, you know, we would get, weed brought in from Thailand. That's back when I was young and we'd get it in the grocery bag. So she had a negative connotation of cannabis to begin with,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but she said, Hey, if, if it's going to work, you know, give it a try. And that, I mean, that was it. I didn't really get any pushback from her. And yeah. a, a lot of my friends use it um, medicinally. I have a, a friend who's a multi-time combat veteran of both Iraq and Afghanistan wars and has very severe PTSD. Mm-hmm. And it's the only thing that keeps him from killing himself. What? You know, we have to think about our veteran suicide rate is 40 percent higher than everybody else. Twenty two a day. 22 a day on average. Think about that. Why is that?
0: Right. And probably even higher because there's guys that don't want, you know, they want their family to be taken care of. So they don't, so they want to make sure it doesn't look like suicide.
1: Yeah. And and that's a very salient point. Absolutely. Because they, they'll, they'll kind of hide it and they'll think their way through it. But mm-hmm. gosh darn, that is a, that is a really high number. And a lot of my friends are these guys and they're treating themselves under, you know, in in the black market, I guess, if you could call it that with, with cannabis products, be it CBD or THC or whatever. And, uh, and it's working for them and they're not killing themselves. And I think that's a good thing. So uh, anyone who would tell me, ah, you know what, Uh, you know, Anslinger, back then, uh, he said it was bad and we can go into the history of that, but we won't, but you know, you guys can look it up. Uh, and so therefore it's like saying, well, J Edgar Hoover said that, uh, you're a stinking commie. So therefore right. it's, it's like, all right, that's a non sequitur. you know, it does not follow. So therefore you should be thrown in this cold rape cage because yep. you're treating yourself with non big pharma. Well, all right, don't blame don't blame capitalism on that. That's crony capitalism. That's big pharma being in bed with the government to keep things that work illegal so that they can sling their crapola at inflated prices under extreme government regulation. The government gets their cut, they get their big cut, you get screwed, and uh, you end up killing yourself. And, hey, all right, so I see it for what it is.
0: Jane Hazel came out came on and talked about the history of prohibition and then also had Dr. Mary Ruart come on and talk about Oh, she is so kinda, awesome. She's amazing. You know, and since now CBD is under the the jurisdiction of the FDA, I wanted her to kind of come on and talk to our listeners about the FDA and how they have totally screwed up the healthcare system and made our drugs more expensive and less safe. Yep. So, so we've had some we've had some conversations on that i I thought that would be good information for people to know Good now, you have a podcast as well the the Liberty forge correct correct mm-hmm. so if folks wanna follow you or or learn more about you, they can go check that out any any other places that people can find you poking around on the internet?
1: Oh, uh, if they want to look at some of the stuff that I've done, uh, I had a former podcast that was called the Radical Logic, one L Radical Logic podcast, and I went through some pretty heavy stuff there. The, a lot of uh, anti-war stuff, a lot of drug stuff, a lot of education-related items, uh, a lot of history. Uh, hi- his- history, wow, <clears throat> sometimes i told you guys i stumbled a lot of history related uh items uh, especially war history if anyone's interested in that and then the rest of it is uh we've got about 60 episodes now on uh, the liberty forge it's the libertyforge.com and uh you can find us on twitter there as well so yeah that's about it
0: merrick i really appreciate you coming on and talking about your story today i know like I said, it. I think it's harder for guys to talk about it. And so the fact that you've been willing to come on and be so open about it is, I think it's going to help people and, and, and help maybe people that don't want to talk about it, realize, okay, it's okay to, to say things about this.
1: Well, I hope so. Uh, for any men who are listening, I I am, like I said, I'm an alpha. I'm, I'm an aggressive madman. And, the older I get, the more I understand that sharing my ideas and thoughts with each other and our experiences, we can help each other figure out solutions to our problems instead of doing what they've told you to do for your entire life and just shut up and swallow it. That's what they teach men to do. Well, that is not a healthy solution we need to sit down we need to have honest conversation we need to be honest with ourselves and if you're comfortable enough as a man you should be able to have this conversation with anybody and not feel like less of a person because of it you're you're making yourself better that's what men do that you're do, you're making you're you're going the John Wayne way by just ex- accepting that there's a problem and I need to identify it, and maybe I need some outside help. And if I do, then I need to do some due diligence. And if I do, then therefore I should probably talk about it. And if I talk about it, I'll probably get some help uh, from or some information, rather, that, that I didn't know. And then I can fix my problem and move on with my life. It's not that complicated. I'm not emasculated because of that. I am I am as strong as ever because of the conversation that you and I just had.
0: Out of curiosity, where do you get your CBD isolate, or are you able to disclose that? I don't want to get anybody in trouble. <laughs>
1: oh no, I get it. It's I get it completely legally. I get it through Infinite CBD, which is InfiniteCBD.com. And if you want a discount code, they actually gave me one because I was such a good customer. Uh, you can go to TheLibertyForge.com/tlf10, as in the Liberty Forge 10. And it'll give you a 10% discount. Uh, they give me a little little kickback, but it's like a dollar a month. It's not a big deal. I don't do it for the money. I do it for the, the outreach. But for all of the research that I've done, they absolutely have the best product that I have found on the market. Uh, it is 99% pure CBD isolate. It's independently tested so that I can trust it. Uh, it you think I'm going to give something to my mother or to my child? That I don't completely trust. No, that's not going to happen. So I trust these guys more than anybody. Uh, that's where I get it. Now, if you ask me where I get my THC,
0: <laughs> mum's the word on that one, right?
1: Can't tell you that one. It falls off a truck somewhere, and
0: <laughs> it just falls from the heavens, like man. In a
1: state that's <laughs> legal, and that kind of thing. But yeah, yeah, uh, and and just just to wrap this. I understand that people say, man, you're going on, you're going way out on a limb here by you're talking about using THC and you live in a state where it's not legal. Well, actually it is. We have a, we have a medical law here. So, you know, you can relax a little bit. It's, I'm not going to go to prison because of this or anything. We actually have passed a medical law. It's not great, but it's better than nothing. And we do have it. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not putting myself in danger.
0: Yeah, well, y'all are doing better than Texas, cause I, I mean, I've, I've had people come on from Texas, and it's totally illegal here. I mean, even CBD is technically illegal here still. Yeah, I
1: know. Uh, Isn't that retarded? So that's that's one of the places it's, it's I, I send absurd. CBD oil because, uh, like, yeah. and, and yes, I will admit that I don't care uh, because I'm like, <laughs> no, you need it and you can't get it. They won't ship it to you. They're like, oh, you're in Texas. Oh, you're in Alabama.
0: Thanks, Merrick, for coming on and sharing your story. And, guys, y'all need to go and check out thelibertyforge.com, and I'll include links to the other stuff that we've talked about today on the show notes page, which I don't know what the episode number is yet. (laughs) Probably 47 is my guess, but who knows?
1: (laughs) Well, I tell you, it's been a real pleasure talking to you. You're a lot of fun to talk to. I know we could go on for hours, but uh
0: Oh man. I I could but I've got a I've got a birthday dinner and I'm I'm mean, gonna have my husband's gonna be standing outside the window tapping his wrist uh he doesn't have a watch but he's gonna be tapping his wrist. Yeah, I
1: already have so. people standing outside mine looking in, so <laughs> <laughs>
0: They're like, It's time for dinner, come on, let's go. <laughs> But we're going to have to do this again. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure we can find... I would love to have you come back on and talk about uh, Kratom because I want to learn more about that because I had uh, Eric Espinoza, one of my uh, former guests, who is in Texas and who freely admits that he uses cannabis. Kratom is part of his routine. So I'd love to have you come back on and talk about that because I, I'd like to learn more about it And uh, because all these things that we've been told were illegal or we're not supposed to take or that's bad... We need to make an effort to learn more about it instead of just accepting at face value what some government bureaucrat tells us about it.
1: Couldn't have said it better myself, absolutely.
0: <laughs> well, thanks a bunch, Merrick. Have a great weekend. Hey, thanks.
1: You too. Great talking to you.
0: righty, Great talking to you too. Alright. Bye. Bye. Show notes for today's episode can be found at CannabisHealsMe.com slash 47. Thanks once again to Merrick for coming on and visiting with me about his traumatic brain injury and how cannabis changed his life. You guys go out to the show notes page today and check out all the links that we mentioned in the episode and check out Merrick's podcast at the Liberty Forge. Thanks again for listening. We should be back here on Thursday. I got a confession to make. I don't have a Thursday episode in the can just yet. So I'm kind of scrambling trying to make sure I can get that arranged. If push comes to shove and I can't find somebody to talk to between now and then, maybe I'll do another episode like the one that we did with the Ron Paul where I'll find an article or a booklet or pamphlet or something and and read part of that to you. So you won't come back empty-handed on Thursday. Regardless of what the topic is going to be, we will be back here on Thursday talking to you again. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks a bunch. Bye-bye. Hit the subscribe button and you'll never miss an episode of the Cannabis Heals Me podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please consider leaving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or whatever podcast app you're using. Do you have a suggestion for a guest on Cannabis Heals Me? Send an email to podcast at cannabishealsme.com. We'd love to hear from you. Please do not take any information from Cannabis Heals Me or its guests as medical advice. Contact your licensed physician before taking cannabis or using it for medical treatments.